<laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Riff. This is the debut episode of The Riff. What is The Riff? We don't really know. But we're going to riff on it. Uh, this is, uh, we had a chance to be opportunistic being in the same city, in the beautiful city of Dublin. And uh, we wanted to talk about some stuff. And we wanted to actually share it with all of you. So yeah. I'm Lars Schmidt. I'm the founder of Amplify, the host of the Redefining Work podcast. And my amazing friends, AJ and Q, will introduce themselves. Awesome. AJ Thomas, Chaos Pilot, Head of Talent at X Moonshot Factory. And Forever Learner. Nice. Yeah. I'm Q Hamirani. I lead our live and work anime program at Airbnb and uh, constantly geeking out about random things and excited to just kind of riff away. Yeah. And Q is also our kind host. We are filming this from the Dublin headquarters, uh, European headquarters of Airbnb, which is a beautiful office. Uh, I'll be recording some video throughout the uh, space that you can check out on LinkedIn as well because you should see this space. It's yeah, I'm happy to have you. I feel right at home, like I belong. And well, we are in a conference room right now that's Moroccan themed. It's after yes. an Airbnb listing in Morocco, and uh, hence the tagine in the background behind yeah. Uh, AJ. Yeah, talk about that a little bit because obviously we know yeah. why it is that way, but uh, let, let the audience kind of give them a window into how these conference rooms come together. Yeah, so we uh, at Airbnb, a lot of our almost all our big conference rooms are themed after an actual listing that you can find on Airbnb. Um, so we typically take a room, um, start off with the listing and build it exactly like one of the rooms in the listing. Um, so that could mean you're sitting in a living room uh, on a couch, <laughs> could be you're on a large dining table in Morocco. Um, and one of the cool things that we've been doing for a while is we really engage our employees um, to volunteer to build out the team and uh, build out the room and decorate it. So obviously they work closely with our real estate team in terms of walls and construction. But all this, all the little things like you see from the tagine in your background to the drink, um, the ornaments by the windows, um, the curtains, the frames, the colors are all driven by a group of employees that pick a particular room and they work on it. Um, so that's that's been really exciting because it's not only engaging from an employee standpoint because it's the pride of building something, um, but as you walk through each room. Um, through the office, you literally feel like you're dipping in and out of different parts of the world. So uh, we walked through a room in, in France, um, a Mykonos uh, room, which was even for that five seconds just made me feel like I was in a different place. And now we're in somewhere in Morocco. Yeah. I'm going to scour the uh, office for the Bali room with like hammocks oh, and yes. a beach. So I want to see some sand. In the you might not leave, though. You might, you might, might not, not leave for I've the rest of the day. It's so. not too late for a, a nap or too early for a nap. So, you know, hammocks are the best. Jet lag is the thing. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so the riff. The riff is exactly that. We actually don't have anything really uh, rehearsed in terms of what we're going to cover. We do have a topic. Our topic is uh, AI, ChatGPT, generative AI, uh, and how we think about that from a HR people and talent standpoint. So there you go. That's the riff. I got a question for you, Q. So do you think AI could ever create a Airbnb space like this? Like, how would you apply that into, like, you were talking about employees engaging, coming together, like... Would it generate the, the supplies that's needed, or what do you think? I, think? I think AI can help. I don't think it's going to do it all, because at the end of the day, like there is an aspect of creativity that, yeah, one could argue AI could do it, but I think the, the human mind can explore a little bit further. 
Um, maybe AI can give design ideas, but then the human would actually like pick between it. Um, but I think you're right. I think AI has a potential of doing a lot on the back end. So, you know, yeah. gather it, gathering the materials or even the logistics that may need mm -hmm. to be done behind it. So, yeah, I think, you know, and I think a lot of this has been in the works for a decade, right? Oh, There's wow. some form of, you know, AI is such a wide term in my in my kind of context that, you know, it could be completely prescriptive AI or it could be um, kind of on the other end of the spectrum where it's already doing some of the planning. Mm -hmm. So I think AI is so broad, obviously, in the recent context, it's gone, it's really blown out the predictive yeah. side of it, which is... Or, or just synthesizing large amounts of data in a summary That's context, right. which could be, you know, you could be building 10 meeting rooms, but the, you, the AI could consolidate the back-end logistics to make it more yeah. cost-efficient, make it better. So I think it can definitely help, um, just like technology helped humans to mm -hmm. do something better mm -hmm. over time. It can definitely help. I think the open question mark, or my belief is, it's not going to go all the way. Yeah. Um, hopefully, instead of 70%, it may go 90%. Um, but that 10, 20% of creativity is, is in the human mind. Yeah. Um, I like that what do you think, Claire? Creativity and capacity it creates. Yeah. yeah, it does. Look, I think, you know, when you look at the tools, we have to realize how early yeah. in the evolution of AI <laughs> we are right now. Right? Like, I think, you know, in those of us in HR, we've been hearing about HR, AI, AI for mm -hmm. five plus years in the HR tech space. Like, was all that really AI? What's it no, going to do? Not really, but what the, what's different now? It's somebody in the back end going, oh, they just yes, oh, they just searched as quickly. Like the fastest typer <laughs> yeah. on the team yeah. in the back yeah. office running yeah. those queries. Uh, I think what what's different now, and like this is the wave of the next generation of AI, is that is the consumer grade AI, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. that stuff wasn't accessible to consumers, but with like ChatGPT and all of these new generative AI platforms. It is, and I think that yeah. it is. A, it's a massive tool. It's a massive value add. Is it the answer? No. There will be a human yeah. element. But to your point, like yeah. if it's seventy percent, it goes to ninety percent. Yeah. Like if you can, you know, you. I was, you know, thinking about some examples of how you might use some of the generative platforms, and you mm -hmm. can use platforms like uh, Tome to create decks, and you could yes. create a board deck that emphasizes X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And it will create it. Will it create what you'll present? Absolutely not. But yeah. it will, if you can get that running start yep. and have it build the foundation, I think the use case you talked about designing the room, what I haven't seen yet, and I think we will, is like the combination of generative AI and mm. text AI. Meaning like mm -hmm. you could say, design a room that looks like this and mm -hmm. highlights. You could be very descriptive yep. and it, it will design that image. But in terms of then extrapolating that, okay, what resources do I need right. to not yep. create? I can't do that. Might not. Yet. Maybe I haven't seen something that does that. Like yeah, that not is yet. Like, yeah. Yeah. That will also turn the corner. But I think from a HR perspective, like this is tra this is transformational, not just for HR. It's transformational. It's like the next biggest yes. shift in yeah. digital that since we'll like see. Web 2.0, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we have to pay attention. We have to start researching. This is an area where I definitely advocate. Like anybody watching, anytime you invest in learning. These Learn tools, here. dabbling with these tools, mm -hmm. it yeah. is it is worth the investment because these are things that, yeah. I mean, imagine even for like a junior employee, a junior people employee, you're having a, your boss asks you to kind of take a project to write, uh, you know, rewrite the career site mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with a new uh, mission statement. Yeah. You know, you can go away and do that in, instantly on ChatGPT. <laughs> are you going to then, it's not a copy paste, you yeah. have to then, you, you know, to reply, like, 
the ability to produce quickly yeah. is yeah. massive, and yeah. that is a is a value add to anybody at any level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like. What do you think? I, I think a few things. So as as you guys were kind of saying that for me, what I think it will do for us, which I'm really excited about, is the ability to accelerate creativity. Mm-hmm. Increase capacity, yeah, and and really deepen the skills of curation. Yeah. So if you think about, was just that like three C's? That was awesome. yeah. awesome. The three C's of AI, <laughs> the by three C's of AI. Right? Yeah. It's an alternative kind of boarding. Yeah. That's right. That's right. No, but but seriously, like you know, if if you think about accelerating um, ways in which you can be creative, you know, the very much the the the, the young people these days. I, I say that as you know, hey, we used to be that, or we are that. I don't know, um, yeah, but they <laughs> they're doing a lot of um, like reactionary to other content, right? You mm. see in TikTok, for example, somebody you know sees that that tune or that dance, and then they react to that with some. There's like the the rise of reaction videos. Yeah. things like that and so if ai provides as a way like for example you go on chat gpt think about your dei strategy give me you know the 10 steps to the best mm-hmm. dei strategy and i think the skill there for us from the people talent and hr perspective is absorb the 10 yeah. and get creative and say is there an 11th is there a way yeah. that i could theme these into three different things mm-hmm. how do i then take a look at accelerating my or deepening my capacity to yep. be able to say, okay, what will I do now? Now that I know all of this stuff, I have more time to not have to generate all of yep. these yeah. things. And then how do I move towards curating this in a way yep. that can then be communicated? Oh my gosh. Oh, you're yeah. too much. Left, right. It's because I have yeah. like vitamin C that I've been drinking. <laughs> this truly is a riff, by the way. There wasn't like a, a script. No, script. Yeah. I got to nail these three C's. Yeah. I think, I think that's, I think <laughs> I that's, uh, I think that's really interesting because our profession or the pe- people profession, which is yeah. trying to be, if you're a mind, if, if you are not a mind reader, which I haven't figured out how to be, it's really hard to crack the people profession, that's web, right? That's web 4. That's, that's maybe, maybe, yeah, after, that's whatever's after AI. AI, right? The next revolution. Once but, we get our neural link chips. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening, but don't know when, but my point was also like, I think to your to your point that where you said you might get ten things to do and you figure out the eleventh. Mm-hmm. This obviously, I, I think that that is accurate. I think there's another part of it. Like you may look at the ten and be like, six apply to me. Let me try That's six because right. I don't know how my how the human behavior is going to be driving in my organization. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you know, five of those worked. I'll try another one. So yeah. I think just helping um, pave through behaviors in human oh, minds, yeah. which there is no playbook. Um, just getting those type of curated suggestions yeah. could be great because you could you could argue that you could get to that, but it might take you like days yeah. or months of work trying to figure out what those ten things could be. Yeah, and here you are, just served it up well, and you try it out. That's yeah. an interesting layer. Like uh, we we talk about people analytics and AI. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. we think about like behavioral AI, like yeah. does it capture your intent of like how do you use the information? What does that look like? Look mm-hmm. at that ten years from now and go okay. What were the search terms of what people use to actually curate these things yeah. and generate them? Yeah, and then and then imagine all of the playbooks around that. Right, you know that that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I think what's interesting, you know, for us now in terms of skills that we can and should be developing now, it's really there, there's a new role being created specifically by ChatGPT called a prompt engineer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who knows because yeah. it's a text-based interface. It's not Google. Yeah, Google's great. Yeah, ching. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> 
But it's not Google, meaning like Google, you know, we're used to searching a certain way. Yeah. You put parameters like what are the best, uh, yeah, what are the best examples of uh, DEIB strategies in 2023, mm -hmm. right? That'll give you a pretty specific set of articles and resources right, for you right. to create. ChatGPT is, ChatGPT is different. You're asking for a specific thing. It will give you, give you back the findings. And then you can refine that yeah. answer. Right. Continually, so like the that is an art, and it's yeah. different than the way we're used to searching. So it's a yes. skill that we in yeah. HR need to learn to be able to maximize yes. the value we can get from that. And the, and the interesting thing, and this is the meta thing, I found myself trying to get better at writing prompts, searching on Google mm -hmm. for like what are the best Chat GPT prompts that exist. Oh, so I was actually using Google to be better at searching on Chat GPT. <laughs> and then also, I think there's a lot of people, you know, Twitter has become like a bro list platform these days. But some of the bro lists mm -hmm. are actually helpful and there'll be some threads on like uh, specific wording of examples are, yeah. of prompts mm -hmm. that yeah. can get different results. So I think that's yeah. the kind of stuff we need to be reading yeah. and thinking about. What's, what's, what's yeah. your prompt stack? Yeah, exactly. What's that? What's yeah, he's not yeah. creating words. Yeah. Yeah. not creating words. What about the dark side? You know, what, what worries you about mm. AI? Um, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the, you know, the there's pretty clearly documented bias in yep. ChatGPT results. Um, Textio did a really good four-point series uh, on this recently where they examine mm. um, bias in using ChatGPT for different things like job descriptions, mm. career site copy, because obviously it's, it's you know, it's a, yeah. a language processor, yep. scouring language that's out there, and a lot of that language has bias. So yep. you have to mitigate that manually as you're going through results. That's yeah. a risk. And yep. the other is... so early days in it is trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. What does that actually look like when it's elegant? <laughs> I think the other, and I'll hit these two quick and then I want to yeah. throw it over to you, Ajit. The, um, the other piece I think is like not uh, not editing the copy, right? So like just thinking, hey, I got this result, sounds <laughs> good. And that leads to the third issue, which is I think we're going to see a flood of content mm -hmm. yeah. of just, you know, AI generated content that's just right. vanilla. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's written well enough to seem like uh, value, but when you really mm -hmm. dig into it, it's just like, the tone, you know, yeah. so I think we were already at a point prior to job chat GPT where it became really hard mm -hmm. to filter uh, noise, noise and, and signal, <laughs> yeah. especially in the HR space because our yeah. time is so limited. Right. You know, now if like LinkedIn is just being flooded yeah. with mediocre AI generated content, mm. yeah. it's going to actually, Hung Lee uh, had a great point on this where it's going to elevate the role of curators. Yeah. You know, the ability of the people who, who have experience filtering through the noise, yeah. finding high trust right. signals, right. Um, though those people will elevate in value because we're going to need them to help yeah. identify like, hey, these are the things that are worth yeah. the time because it's going to get harder and harder for the average person to just like, oh, I'm going to browse through LinkedIn and see yeah. what's up, <laughs> you know, so but what, what do you think? What do you, what should we no, you know, so, so, okay, so two things, I'm, I'm, I came up with another C word there. Um, <laughs> that was not the C word, but I, I'm thinking of like the new skills, right? So yeah. and then I'm going to round it back up to yeah. your, your question around like, what's the dark side? So I think people telling HR professionals the new skills that I think we can go deep on with this um, AI, you know, generation that we're in is coaching, which mm. is you talk about prompt. Like yeah. you have to be a really great coach yeah. to know the best question to ask, mm -hmm. right? Get down deep in that. And then, like you said, the curation piece. So what are the things that will you know, make that really amazing that will accelerate it. And what are the things that will decelerate that yeah. for us? So I want to go to your point. So if we think about um, HR business partners mm -hmm. or employee relations, for example, yeah. right? If you don't have the skill set to be able to know what question to really ask and you're indexing from all of the data that's available on cases or mm -hmm. whatever it may be, yeah. 
you could form a really biased opinion yourself. Yeah. So you have to really look at, okay, the skill set of being able to ask the right question, be super curious yep. about whether or not that question is actually going to guide you to what you're trying to optimize yeah. for, um, I think could be really interesting. And we may see ways in which we talk about this is like the prompting space, yeah. right? Yeah. What are the things? And if we're asking really horrible questions in the beginning, yeah. um, how does it train our model? Yeah. What does that actually look like? And then how do you look at the model maturity of your generative yeah. AI platform? So that's that that one's an interesting bit. And then the curation piece, like you said, it could be used for good or evil. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, some people can filter out the noise yeah. for purposes of good or filter out the noise for purposes of influencing things yeah. that might not be things that we resonate with, yeah. believe in, et cetera. So there's again, overused might not be great, but being very aware of the intent yeah. of how you can show up as a coach to generate the prompt and how you can curate so you can communicate all of those yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, there's, there's kind of two pieces. One is just the bias that you touched on. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think large language, language models, which is the more recent chat GPT um, examples, I think they have a bias, but so do humans. Humans have a bias too, right? So the question is like, I don't know if you can live in a bias-free world because in general, there is some inherent bias, even if you're not conscious about it. But I think how do you, how do you make sure that the models are aligning or exposing the bias they have so that then okay. you can factor that in? You know, um, pre-LLMs blowing up pretty, pretty recently, like there's a large uh, HR technology firm getting sued right now because someone believed that their AI algorithm tools in the recruiting process was mm. inherently ruling out a particular um, group of individuals. Mm. So, you know, there, there has been technology bias, um, mm -hmm. you know, so I think, I, I don't know the solution, but I think we have to be conscious or yeah. intentional about looking out for the biases so that then you can figure out what's curated for you. The second point, you know, the chat GPTs and all, they're, they're great in terms of giving us curation, but they all rely on a data set. Yep. So I think the future is like, who has the right data set mm -hmm. um, to build the right interactive tool? Mm -hmm. And that, I think the one of the dark sides of that to me um, could be, um, where is that data set coming from? Um, so who's that's informing it? who's informing yeah. it. And then the, the, the flip side of that is the credits, right? Like if, if it is giving mm -hmm. you a great, 10, 10 list of 10 things to do, yeah. who's, it coming who, from? who's it coming from? Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think the benefit of um, AI and LLMs is the fact that it can synthesize large amounts of data um, and give it to you in a very summarized fashion. So you yeah. can then use that in your own decision making. But where is that, where, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, is the actual um, person or individual that came up with that idea losing their credit? That's yeah. true. I, you know, yeah, I mean, there's a real the conversation. Of it. I yeah. think on, yeah. uh, you know, for, for writers and authors um, who have published works, yeah. um, you know, that that's being scoured yeah. and indexed in these. Yeah. So, that's like, right. where's, you know, from a credit perspective, from a plagiarism standpoint, yeah. uh, right? right? Like, that's something you're just yeah. not sure of. That's why, again, like, these things are not turnkey. Um, They're not yeah. turnkey. We're about to wrap up yep. our first riff. Uh, AJ, parting words. It's a riff, so I'm giving you no prompts. It's a riff. Hey, I would say, think about it. <laughs> I, I'll, 
Uh, you can, AJ, you AJ, you AJ being deep as always. Yes, yeah. Sorry, because we're like, oh, wait, is there, is there a part two? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm just going to say like, hey, this is a riff. We, we, right. we geek out about a lot of topics and we wanted to just like bring that and, and, and get some input too. So tell us what you think. Um, and any any input along the way would be great. And yeah, think about it. I'll go on. I'll, yeah. I will. Uh, I will take AJ's content <laughs> I, and I, play it back. There I, you I, go. <laughs> great generative. That's live that's AI. Exactly. Right? Exactly. This is, this is we don't know where it came yeah. from. Uh, yeah. In this case, we do. Yeah. What's the prompt? What's the prompt? No, no, no. no you gave a prompt. Q, Q was the source of that one. I, I read it on the, on the internet. Um, uh, I, I'll just. I'm gonna just channel a little Ted Lasso to end with, and just say, be curious. Stay curious. Like all these things, like don't be scared by this technology. Don't mm -hmm. be scared by these trends. Be curious about it. Learn about it. You That's know, right. the, the best you can do is like have an understanding of what's out there. Maybe it'll be irrelevant. Maybe it won't. But but just being curious, keep an open mind. Yeah. I think that piece is important. Um, I'll give a real one. Don't yeah. overdo it. Just be curious. Think about it. I but don't, don't overdo, overdo it. it. <laughs> don't forget that you have... It's you have a mind too, and, and don't don't take it for granted. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and this is uh this is the inaugural episode of the riff. Uh, we're going to be doing more of these. So if there's topics that you'd like to hear us riff on, let us know in the comments. And uh, in the meantime, that's a wrap for Dublin. Thanks for joining us. See you. See ya.